Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you for your presence and for your spirit. Oh Lord, we pray for the anointing to be with us. Thank you for the shepherd's anointing that is distributed today. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Sweet anointing. 
Tonight, I am sharing with you about what I call the unction. The unction. Turn in your Bible to 1 John chapter 2. How many want an unction? Now, I want all shepherds and pastors to become more spiritual. You see, there are two ends of the spectrum. You get it? How many have done light? Can you draw a diagram of light passing through a prison? What comes out of the prison? Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Prism. And so, in terms of color, you are either at one end or the other. More towards the violet end or towards the red end. You get it? Now, we are either more carnal, you know, we have the, the red to be the flesh, and then all the way to the violet to be the spirit. So we are either towards this end or towards that end, one end of the spectrum or the other. And most of us are not able to stay near the better side. Because it's not easy to be spiritual when all the information you are getting is spiritual. But after tonight, there are people here. You will sit in a chair and start having visions. When Joyner was, was, was talking about the way he had been receiving some visions, he said that that time that he would sit in a chair and the vision would start. And when it even becomes intense, or even he has a phone call, he gets up and answers the phone. And when he comes back and he sits down, the vision continues. <laughs> Pause on the vision. That vision shall happen to you. Amen. 
Visions that are like films. Receive. By tape and by CD, receive. And by radio, receive. Visions that are like cinema. May you have these unctions and impartations. May you come out of the natural and out of the flesh. Is it not so obvious that we are all going to die? You might as well buy your coffin now. You are doomed. And yet, it's difficult for us to prepare for a better life. There's nothing more sure than your death or the end of you. You might as well all wake up and go and buy a coffin because that's one thing you will need. And yet, we can't see heaven. And we can't seem to project beyond what is so obvious. One time Rejoiner said he was he was he was walking in heaven with the eagle and the angel. And he met people, everybody was greeting him. So, what do you know me from? And the person answers, well, everyone here knows you. <laughs> Tonight I came to tell that everyone in heaven knows you. They know what you are doing. Pastor Edwin, everybody knows you. They are watching you. They are watching you. When you take a step, they are watching. When you make a move, they are watching. Everyone here knows you. You know what you do. Those of you who help me, everyone in heaven knows that you are helping me. You know that this person helps Bishop Dad. Everyone there knows you. It's in the Bible. They're surrounded by a cloud. They are watching. Papa Higgins said that when his sister died, he was caught up to heaven and he saw, he met with her and he talked with her. She said so many, even her husband who had remarried and all those things, they were not even, what she was following, the spiritual steps that were being taken by the people, she knew all. Everyone here knows you. Everyone here knows that you are holding back. Everyone here knows that you are going forward. Everyone here knows that you are forcing. Everyone knows what you are doing. I tell you. I said you might as well buy your coffin now because that's more sure than anything else that you are planning for. You might as well buy it and put it in the house. Yeah? (laughs) There's nothing more sure than that. And is it not amazing that something that is sure we don't think about it. But rather we plan and sure things which cannot happen. Those are the things we have given our energy to. And our passion. And our lives to things that, I mean, 
You want to be rich. You want to have this. You want to do this. It, I mean, there are, how many is more uncertain, more sure that it will never happen? But what is sure that it will happen? And you will depart from this world with nothing. When you go and go and look at your pants, when you die, they will say you should buy pants for you. Even the pants that are in your house, you won't wear. <laughs> it's time to switch over from this realm and switch to this side. Switch over. I said, when you go, go and look at your pants. No matter what I thought, this one will not even go. Uh, I don't understand the message. I'm talking about the unction. Verse 20. I want us to go more spiritual. He said, but you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things I have not written unto you because you know not the truth but because you know it and that no lie is of the truth Amen verse 27 but the anointing which is the same word as the unction which you have received of him abideth in you and you need not that any man teach you but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things and is truth and is no lie even as it hath taught you you shall abide in him and now little children abide in him that when you shall appear we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. Listen. God wants you to be anointed. Amen. Today I'm going to show you. It's a very short message. Very short, but listen. I'm going to show you. Do you have enough volume? Because I'm not shouting. I'm going to show you how to detect the presence of the anointing around you how many would like to know when the anointing is around the unction amen the presence pastor robert sent me a dear gift that i love so much benny hins he calls it Healing Presence Bible or Presence Healing Bible. Presence Healing Bible. Healing Presence. The Presence Healing. Presence Healing. That's what I use when I'm preaching at Crusades. Presence Healing Bible. It's not just healing, but presence. We need a presence. We need Him to be present. We need his presence in our lives. When we are in the room, we need his presence. When we are alone, we need his presence. 
when we are with others, we need his presence. We, we need to feel his presence up to almost, we are almost contacting him physically. Because he's present. You see, God is trying to switch us out of the natural. Look, the work we are called to do, the work of a shepherd, the work of a pastor, the work of a minister, it's not something you can do with strength. Yeah. You know, you know, I have to pray. You go, after that, I have to visit. I'm going to visit 20 people. After that, I have to teach. After that, I have to counsel. There's more to it than just doing those yeah. physical acts. Yeah. You need anointing, the presence. I see the presence coming on your life. Presence. Healing. Now, the word anoint is the same word action. Right? It says, but the anointing which you have received him abideth in you. And you do not need any man to teach you. Let, let me show you. Listen, if you don't get anything, the next few sentences, if that's it, try it hard to listen. Usually just one word. The sign of the presence of the anointing, you know, even from my experience, is when no man is teaching you, but he is teaching you. He is teaching you. No man is teaching you, but he is teaching you. No one is teaching you, but he is teaching you. This is what most of us don't have. We have teaching in church, teaching by tapes, teachings and teachings and teachings. But there is a place where you may even be listening to a tape. You may be reading a book. You may be reading your Bible. But when that unction is there, he starts to teach you personally. And you begin to have teachings and revelations being imparted to you as you are there. It's a sign of the presence. That is why when I pray and pray and pray, you know, I, 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 I almost, it's as, almost as though somebody is there with me to show me things. Whether it's in the Bible or whether it is even in somebody's book. But there comes a time when the presence comes. And now he starts to reveal to me himself. You know, like what I shared with you just when I started. Everyone here knows you. Yeah. You, you, I've read it before. And I've been reading it. But you see, for instance, that particular book, when the Holy Spirit is around me and I start to read it, the book changes. So I look at the book, it's like as dry as a dead mouse. There's nothing in it. 
But when that anointing and that unction comes around, it's like something that's around just here. Look, when I open, if it's that particular, and you see something like this, the presence, the, what he wants to teach you is not in this book or it's not in that, it's there. Or sometimes it's in, it's in a cave or it's somewhere. So you, 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 that presence will even guide you as to what you must be. And then you start to receive revelation that are power. You see, that's why there's power. You see, when I shared with you, I said that everyone here knows you. It has an effect because it's not a natural revelation. It's a spiritual revelation. It's, It's gone beyond what somebody wrote. And it is, a, it is the spirit. He said that when you have no one teaches you, but the spirit teaches you. That is why preaching sounds original, even though you learned it through somebody, because it never becomes something in you until the Holy Spirit himself teaches you that thing. That's why, that's why I can say to people, do this, do this, do this, but they don't do it until God himself shows them, do this. Then they start to do it. Sometimes God Himself cannot speak to you, so He sends another mess, agent mess, mess, to come mess. and explain it to you. <laughs> oh, but that's the sign. Oh, that's the presence. Think about it. Those of us who don't read Bibles, we call for anointing. You, anointing? Where? You don't read Bible. Anointing will come from where? And the Holy Spirit will have nothing to teach you. You don't read any. You don't read anybody's book. You don't listen to tapes. The Holy Spirit will not even have things. You see, the Bible says he shall bring to your remembrance whatsoever I have said to you. Starts to speak to you. That's the sign of the presence. And you see, this explains why many pastors are dry. Nothing has been taught to them by the Holy Spirit. They've never had the Christmas. You see, the word means to have something smeared on you. Something smeared on you like that. When you are when it's smeared on you, you are different. It's the same thing, but you are different. Today I was preaching somewhere and I was raising funds for them and I put some oil on the envelopes. I said, take the oily envelope, the one that has had something smeared on it. That's the unction. Are you listening? Look, everybody who has amounted to something in the ministry has personally had some interaction with God apart from people. You have to have. You have to. I cannot say this person, this, that, this, that. Even though I keep on referring to certain people, you can see that I myself have through the person be led to the person himself. Yeah, it's obvious. Which is the Lord. In fact, the Bible says that the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Christ. Yes, 
when the anointing of a prophet is there, he leads you to Christ. Testifies about Jesus Christ, not about anything else. He's always leading you to Christ. The spirit of prophecy is not giving you money, riches, and breakthroughs and deliverance. It's leading you to Jesus Christ, ultimately. I tell you, the anointing which you have received, received abideth in you. And you need not, literally, that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and it's truth, that same anointing teacheth you of all things. There is a presence of the anointing where you are being taught things constantly. That's what I feel. You know, that's why I really seem to enjoy Bible reading more than prayer. Yeah, I seem to enjoy it more than prayer. Yeah, by the books. I start because, you see, when you are with an important person, he should talk more than you talk. Because the one who is talking is ministry and the one who is quiet is also receiving. So if I'm with the Lord, he should talk more than I talk. T.D. Jakes may have heard, woman thou art loose, but what have you heard? What have you heard? Has the Spirit taught that thing to you? Or even is there any time where you are with the Spirit and He starts to speak to you? Is there any time when He's real? When He's talking to you? The Holy Spirit always brings you to Christ. He talks to me. He ministers to me personally. Of course, most of the ministration is through the Word. In the last few days, he has been speaking to me through that book. Sometimes I look and I say to myself, if some of my pastors were to take my book on the mega church and say, Lord, bless me, you know, and hold the book in the way. Sometimes the way I go through the line, sentence by sentence, there is a blessing here. There's something here. I'll get something. And I don't leave it and I become so blessed. And I keep on moving on and I keep trying to explain to people and they just keep looking as though they are, I don't know what to say. Line after line after line. Line after line. I know there's something there. Today, at a point, I was just, I have my Bible and my final quest and others around me. Nothing was coming. When nothing came, I first, I have not seen God today. Because when something comes, then I know that I have seen God. Because it's the presence that reveals, without it, if I can pray, I don't feel happy. I don't feel God has, I don't know, God hasn't ministered to me. And his presence has not come. But when his presence comes, no teachings begin to come. As soon as his presence comes, teachings begin to come. So, suddenly I felt the Lord was directing me somewhere. And I said, Well, that place, I've seen it already. Go back. So I went. 
and the Lord showed me a scripture. I became scared of the scripture. Should I share that scripture with you? The prophet, eh? listen, the prophet Amazia, I think that is his name, Amazia, he came and he advised, no, the prophet, he came and advised the king, Amazia, and told him, stop what you are doing. And he advised, he said, stop it. You know what the king said after a while? Are you, are you the counsel of God? <laughs> he said, should I slay you? Jesus. Do you know what the prophet said? It's a message to all of us. So when, I, when I got it, I knew the Holy Spirit had come to the room. Yes. The prophet said to him, I have seen that God has decided to destroy you. That is why you are not listening to my counsel. <laughs> Because you are not listening to my counsel. I said, My God. Sometimes, as pastors, we are struggling with people, but you must be able to see that this somebody whom God has decided to destroy. That's why he's not listening. So I can see that God has determined to destroy. That is why you are not listening. Hearkening to my counsel. He said, hey, so when God has decided to punish somebody, is that the person will not listen. <laughs> I became scared. And I started to become charged. Because the charisma and the unction had started appearing around me. I was become the presence. Because when he comes, he's a real person who started to talk to me. The other day I was walking on the street. Alone in the night. And he started to show me how much he loved me without reason. Without reason. And then I wanted to, because he's a real person. And then I wanted to say thank you to the Lord. And I, I was so moved by God's grace to me to my to save me mm. not for anything for salvation yeah yeah but he died for me so wow. i said to myself lord i will die for you <laughs> and i realized i do not be enough so i'll kill myself i realized it will still not be enough then suddenly i became so overwhelmed with sadness that i could never say thank you enough to him for how he loved me and gave himself to die for me. So I started to cry and weep on the road because I have nothing with which to say thank you to the Lord for his mercy and his grace. And his presence was with me on the road as I was talking to him about his love for me and his kindness and his mercy rescue me. You think about your family as if it's not a group that was saved. You alone, they took you out and they left the rest. The rest of them are there. Only you were selected. It wasn't a group salvation. It's not as though he was saving all people. You were taken like that. 
and others were left. It's his grace and his love. May you find his presence to talk to you personally. So that when you stand to speak, that same thing, that same unction which taught you will start to teach others. And they will not start to say, well, I see your point, but I don't agree with you. But there will be an effect. An effect. That is why some people's words are ringing across borders into nations and are ringing across centuries and ministries are going beyond the barriers of their age and their physical limitations beyond their lives. Why? Because there was some smearing of something on the words, the actions. It went beyond the natural. The natural of their limitation. May your ministry go beyond the limitation of your life, your small life. May your ministry go beyond. May it go far. May you be anointed. May you have that in that unction. Now a time will come when this unction will operate. You will suddenly know things. You will look at somebody and know things about the person. Rejoina says, he says, sometimes I look at a church and I know so many things immediately about the person. At times you look at somebody who know it's an unction that makes you to know. May that unction be upon you. You know. You know you are going to die. You know you are going to live. You know the outcome. You know the future. You know about it. You know that God is with you. You know that this thing will not end. Unless the Lord has put his hand in it. You know. That's, 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 that's the super. Apart from the knowledge that comes from information. Information. Release. There will be that thing that you know. Sometimes you know I must go now. Sometimes you know I must obey now. Sometimes you know I must do it now. Sometimes you know I must serve him now. Sometimes you know there is no time left. Sometimes you know I must hurry. How do you know? I don't know. There is a certain unction. All present around you. Present around you and in you. That guides you and says you don't have any more time. This is the time. This is the hour. This is the moment. This is the hour. It's time to serve him. It's time to do this. It's time to get married. It's time not to be married. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. You have an anger. You, you knowledge. Suddenly you know things. But you just know. You don't know why you know. You just know. Sometimes I call for meetings. and say, call these people to come. I don't know why they should come. When they come, I say, why, why? Then I start to talk. Then I find out why. But I just know that I should meet them. Sometimes I say to people, I say, this person is a liar. He's lying to me. I don't say anything because I just know. How do I know that he's a liar? I just know that he's a liar. Sometimes I look at people and say, this person is not sincere. He's talking, but he's not sincere. Sometimes I just know. And I just put it inside. One day we'll see that he's not sincere. Sometimes I know this person is just giving lip praises. It's not in real, no real words. That you have an answer, you know all things. You know. Why did he choose you? Sometimes I choose certain people, I say, I want you, and I want you. 
And you ask me why? I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. But I know. Because of the presence. When the presence is there. Sometimes God has led me to employ people. I'll be lying in my house. A completely unusual person will come to me. This person is going to do it. And suddenly the person is the right person to do it. It's wonderful. You have an action and you know. May that, you see, when you go even to your business, may that action be. When you see one of your workers say, you are, you are a thief. I know. I don't know why I know, but I know you are a thief. You are one of the thieves in my yeah. business. Yeah. You know what to do. You know where to go. We were in Cape Coast during the Healing Jesus Crusade. One of the pastors, I have never seen him before, he said he was in town when a member of his church came to our Bible school. And when the, the guy came back, he brought a certain book called Loyalty. He said, the guy said, I've learned a lot of things at the school. So he came and he opened the book. And he looked at it. He started to read. He said he was in town when somebody sent him money from abroad, about three million cities. He said, suddenly the spirit said to him, go and use all this money to buy Bishop Daniel's Mills books. Only use it for that. And somebody in Cape Coast, there's no money in Cape Coast. He said he had to come to town to come and find where that bookshop is. And he used all the money to buy. He said, he said, this book you are advertising, I have all. He said, every two weeks I come to see if there's anything. He said, when you talk about the anointing, he said, when you talk about that, he said, if my, my, he said, he said, my wife said, you have changed. Something has changed about you. Yes. He said, his, everything has changed. His life, his church. He said, here, weekday service kept going. Last week, he had 350 people sitting there, weekday service kept going. Listen. Suddenly, you will know what you must use your money for. Don't use your money for this thing. This is what you must do. You see, and that Christmas and that oil and that anointing, I'm telling you, sometimes those of you who are near, because of the flesh side of things, who see anointing and somebody who is far away, God can speak to him and say, use all your money Go and buy this man. He said, Come to see. Is there anything that he doesn't have? That's how anointed people behave. They have seen the effect of when the Holy Spirit starts to use something to teach you. Because the Holy Spirit uses things. Although he will teach you, he said, No man will teach you, but he will use something, what has been said to you. So when there's nothing that has been said to you, then there's nothing to teach you from. Because the Bible says, He shall bring to your remembrance all things that I have said unto you. Sometimes I'll be writing books. I remember one time I was writing books with somebody with time. He said to me, how do you know all these verses? When we are writing, you go and bring a verse from somewhere. Verse from here, verse from here. Where do you see all these verses?
brothers and sisters, I tell you, you can stay with me for a thousand years, but until you use yourself personally, get to the place where the Spirit is there. He's there. He's talking to you. You are knowing things. He's teaching you. Oh, please. He just won't be there. He himself has to teach you. May you have that charisma and that oil. You know, I think I know your problem. I encourage you to listen to tapes. But it's not really the tape. Do you see? The Spirit has to teach you what the tape is saying. And you see, when sometimes you see people that, like I, I preach seven great principles, 25 reasons for 30 steps. So they will be preaching all those things, but they don't have yes. that thing where the, the, the truth has taught them. Yes. You get what I'm saying? So they see that there is a difference. Yeah. And so sometimes they say, ah, but we listen to the tape or whatever and so on. But the Spirit hasn't ministered to you. No time for Him. If I have time with you, you hear a lot of things that I don't say when I'm preaching here. Naturally, I like to talk about the word. If you don't like that, I can't be your friend. For a few minutes, you'll see that I've started to share something. Not that I, I but you see, when I share, I also remember. So me, when I see, you know, I share. I'll start to talk. God bless you, sir. Yeah, I start to speak it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Lift your hands. that anointing teach you oh there is no man of God who can replace the Holy Spirit look at me everybody what is my name am I the Holy Spirit am I the anointing I, it means I cannot teach you he must teach you I can only direct you to him and so if the things that I'm sharing with you are what have led me to him. So I'm trying to show you this, this, this helped me to him. I'm trying to show you this, 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 this can lead you to him. I was telling some pastors earlier, I said, if you have any other anointing that can make a church grow, and please bring it so that we can use it. We need anything that can help us wow. to advance. Amen. I would like to use it and deploy it in the church. Amen. We need it. I don't know anything. I'm nothing. We just need the grace of God. Oh, may He speak to your heart. From tomorrow, have one hour with Him. Oh, yes. Find time with a book. A tape and a Bible. A book, a tape and a Bible. Perhaps his presence will come. Perhaps. 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 And when his presence comes, the book will come alive. The tape will come alive. The Bible will come alive. 
One time I was reading a book by Rick Joyner. The book was on Ephesians. He himself wrote the, in the book, he said, for you to be holding such a book, you must be very serious. Because the book is very dry. But I tell you, I remember one time I was with that book on Ephesians. And I said, I'm, not, I'm sure that something is a blessing somewhere. Yeah. You see, it's only those who dig deep, go to Abbasi and find how deep they are going. Deep down one mile, they are there, driving trucks, looking for greedy men, looking for gold. <laughs> and we wouldn't take time. Only surface mining. Scanning and browsing. Are you a painter? I said, are you a painter? Are you a painter? Why do you only paint? Go deeper. I want him to be around you. I know when he's around. I know. It doesn't matter. I've been watching him. I said, I want him to appear to me and so on. No problem. Even if he doesn't appear, I believe. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Lift your hands. Spirit of grace. Spirit of love. Spirit of his power. Come in a new way, Holy Spirit. Come. Come. And raise us from the dead. Raise us from the dryness. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. That when we minister, we may minister of your life. That when we go forth, we go forth with your life. Spirit of grace. Spirit of grace. Spirit of grace. Lift your hand and ask him for grace. May his grace be upon you. May his unction fall all over you. May he reveal. May he speak. May he talk. May the books in your house and the tapes in your house and the Bibles in your house may they change before you by the spirit of grace coming upon you. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We love you. We praise you. We shall never be the same again. Never the same again. Never the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. How many are blessed with the unction? I'm blessed. I, I want to feel him just all around me. And I want his glory to be with me. 
and I want his wisdom. One time, Joyner was moving around with an angel called Wisdom. The angel was talking to him and he was arguing. And suddenly he said to him, he said, ah, I realize I've been arguing with you all my life. And I realize that it's true. We have been arguing with the wisdom of God all our lives. When the wisdom of God comes, we reject it and we fight it and we argue all our lives. We will not accept that humility is greater than pride. Forgiveness is greater than love. We will never accept that to sacrifice is greater than to obey. We will not accept the fact that to obey is better than to have your own ideas. We've been arguing for years. But may we stop arguing with the spirit of wisdom that God is giving us. How can your prosperity be related to a Bible reading? And yet that's what the Bible says. You will argue for years till you die as a poor person. And when you get to heaven, you say, Ah, I see. It was true. May God's wisdom be with you. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.